In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you. With you, Paying It Forward too. Josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother. Well, three kids later, Josephine started her own company, MyMomKnowsBest.com and Glovies, but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is Paying It Forward on Triggynet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Jirasi. Well, good morning, everyone. It's Josephine here. I hope everybody had a great week. I'm excited to introduce a wonderful business owner and guest today. But before we do that, I'm just going to give you my business tip of the week. So I was reading Retail Leader, which is a trade magazine, and I came across a great article. And um, the article was actually written by Sir Terry Leahy, who came up with a great book. It's called Management in Ten Words. I haven't read the book, but the article was really quite impressive that I will actually go out and buy the book. But one thing that the article had mentioned was the importance of keeping your processes very simple. All of your strategies that you're trying to come up with when running your business, it's so important not to overcomplicate a process, to try to just keep it simple. So what um, Sir Leahy came up with, he calls it the ABC test. Um, It's simple to remember, ABC, but every time you come up with a process, he suggests that number one, keep simple is achievable, which is the A. You have to make sure that your process brings benefit, and you also have to make sure that your process is clear. So let's keep our processes simple in order to achieve the most out of our businesses. Okay, with that, let me bring on Mr. John Fay, who is president of First Pacific Energy Corp. John's a great friend of mine. He's been an entrepreneur for over 18 years, and I can't wait to hear all of his wonderful business tips that he has for us. So, Welcome to Paying It Forward, John. How are you today? Good. How are you, Josephine? <laughs> Great. John, thanks so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to be, be with us this morning. Oh, it's a pleasure uh, to be. Great. So, John, tell us a little bit. You have a very interesting background. Tell us um, a little bit about your childhood, a little bit about what you did um, to get you to where you are today. Okay, well, I was born uh, in Queens Village, a small village in uh, in Queens County, New York, and um, I guess it was a blue collar uh, neighborhood. You were uh, uh, everybody's parents were either a, a fireman, cop, or a plumber, mm-hmm. and uh, I went to a Catholic grammar school, and mm-hmm. um, it was really a wonderful place to live. We uh, we, we we were pretty independent, and I think. Uh, 
we learned early on to be self-sufficient in a sense, uh, in contrast to the way some, uh, the way my kids are being brought up today. <laughs> it's very uh, different, isn't it, John? I started yeah. early uh, as yeah. far as uh, I had a I had a paper route uh, when I was 12 years old. I actually yeah. had the largest uh, circulation the paper route uh, in, in, the, in Queens uh, for wow. the Long Island Press. I had wow. 120 papers. I had a basket in the front, two in the back, uh, a bag slung over my shoulder. And that was an afternoon paper that was delivered. And I also had a morning paper, the Daily News. Wow. And I would deliver that. Uh, there was a smaller route before school. And then after school, I would do my uh, Long Island press route. So um, I, uh, I had spending money uh, early on, uh, although in the beginning my accounting wasn't so good. Uh, <laughs> uh, some weeks I, uh, I'd have to borrow money from my mother to pay the, uh, the, the paper guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's hysterical, John, but it's so important. I have to tell you, it is so funny to me that, honest to God, it's well over 95% of my guests who are – Mostly entrepreneurs and business owners have all had paper routes when they were children. And I also was part of my brother's paper route. And it's kind of funny to realize that there aren't many differences in what we did running a paper route compared to the big companies that we're running today. Aren't they just so similar? You know, yes, uh, and about the paper route, it's just, it's, uh, it seems that, that uh, it's disappearing for the kids. Uh, no, they, you don't see that anymore. Uh, not, in, uh, not in New York, anyway. We don't have uh, the paper routes that we used to. And it, so a 12-year-old uh, really has uh, nowhere to go, I don't think, to, uh, to get that life's lesson. And uh, that's a shame. My son has been asking me for what he could do, and he's, only, uh, he's just turning 13. So things will open up for him, and I think when he's 14, he can start doing something. Sure. But, uh, yeah, I think there was a lot of life's lessons in that uh, that paper route. Accountability, customers that were counting on you, and you had to perform. Yeah. And uh, for me, um, I consider uh, that uh, was was a key part of my life. I mean, the uh, what I think I've had going for me is that work ethic. I I, I don't think I was uh, I wasn't that smart. Uh, I don't think I was not, not a very good student. Uh, I finished high school. I went to two years of a community college. Uh, but throughout the years, I've always uh, was self-sufficient, and um, and I always excelled in whatever I did. Uh, yeah. Early on, I uh, I was actually a chimney sweep when I got out of uh, high school, and uh, and I worked hard at that, and I made money. And um, eventually uh, got together with a couple of fellows, and we bought an oil truck, and uh, we became a uh, retail uh, oil business. That's amazing, John. I I just think that your work ethic has so much to do with your success, is that what I admire about you so much is that you didn't care what anybody thought. You gave it your all. You went out there, and you kind of proved to everybody that, hey, you know what? I can be the best at whatever I decide to do. And I think that that's really important as right. an Even at the time, when I was going through different stages of, of work, I, I never felt uh, that I was underaccomplished. I just, you know, I, I worked hard and, and, uh, and I felt rewarded and, uh, and I was basically content. 
and uh, and I think that that was the key for me. I mean, uh, other people may uh, be a lot smarter or have talent, uh, you know, that that I don't. But uh, for me, I think it was the hard work that paid off, and you know, yeah. for me, that um, even at this stage, I don't feel I still feel like I'm on the journey. I don't think yeah. I arrived anywhere. Uh, I. Uh, but I'm content, and uh, and hopefully, uh, you know, it'll remain that way. Yeah, no, that's wonderful, John. I think you have a great balance. You know, I know your family. I think you're such a, a family guy, and you manage to balance it all, which is great. But now, what made you get into the oil business? So, were they close buddies of yours? Were well, you- my my father had a background in, uh, in, uh, in plumbing and heating, and uh, so when I was a teenager, I, I worked with him a little bit, uh, and... And of course, he uh, he would never pay a fair wage for my hard work. <laughs> right. So I would I left him uh, when I was about 18 years old uh, from being his helper to uh, uh, starting a, like a chimney cleaning business, and uh, we 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 went and actually to a um, to a thrift shop and uh, bought uh, top hats and tails. Me and a friend of mine, and uh, uh-huh. we'd go around with a broken down truck and uh, and deliver cards to doors to solicit for chimney cleaning and uh, we ended up with uh, with quite a little business going on there and uh, then that got us into the heating and my father's you know being in the heating business was helping us in the technical issues and and then we realized why do we got to work so hard let's uh, let's sell the fuel oil that's the easy uh, that's the easy way and uh, so we, we started that way and uh, built the uh, built the company just account by account mm-hmm. and uh through persistence and hard work uh, we uh we saved a bit of money and we were able to buy a much larger company that uh that needed uh needed to get out so they uh they were able to sell it for 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 a great price that really helped us out and that really got us going and today we have uh 15 uh, uh fuel oil trucks uh, delivering wow. to uh Queens uh Brooklyn, Manhattan, and Nassau and Suffolk counties. Okay, so so when you bought the other company out, John, did you take on all their employees? And uh, we we took on uh, some, not not all. Uh, uh-huh. but we did take on uh, we took on some, and uh, and I think that was uh, you know not to, we didn't take everybody on. We couldn't uh, you know that's part of what, what, what made the synergies work that right. we were able to do it with uh, less staff and. Uh, right. And where, whereas they, uh, they they were getting a little behind um, in supporting that. Okay, so you were able to train the employees, and like you said, you brought synergy. You brought them into your company and taught you taught them the way of your company. Right. We um, we would look for in an employee. We would uh, look for a work ethic and uh, and some talent, and we would train them ourselves. So uh, it, that that seemed to work. Uh, rather than hiring people with a lot of bad habits, uh, we felt the most important thing was to uh, to to hire the uh, the personality, if you will, rather than uh, the experience. And and that seemed to work for us. Um, uh, and and then after uh, working with us for a while, we did have some employees that left, and uh, uh, they found out um, you know how uh, they were they were trained very well. They they succeeded oh, wow. in, in anywhere they went, and uh, but it, 
you know, that's the way it goes. You, you train somebody and they, they do a really good job and then they go and open up their own business. <laughs> right, <laughs> so. right. But it's interesting to me that you hired for the personality because I once had somebody on the show that said one bad person with a bad attitude in your corporation is like a cancer. It can yeah, really yeah. cost the business so much money. And I love the fact that I, I think you're 100% right. Person, personality has so much to do with um, how somebody comes to work. Somebody has a good attitude and they're happy to be there. So much more work can get done during the day. Right. And um, Exactly. I think that that's so important, but um, I think we're going to come up on a break very shortly here. So when we come back, I want to talk about some challenges that you had, John, as a business owner and how you kind of figured out how to get over those challenges. Um, And then we'll also talk about accomplishments um, in, in our third segment. And then, of course, in our final segment, we're going to talk about um, all of the wonderful business tips that that you might have. So, um, where are we now? Yep. Are we coming up? Yep. There we go. We're on a break now. So, we'll be back shortly, everyone. Hang in there, please. Right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi right after these on Toginet.com. Hey kids, do you think you're creative? Do you want to be? Don't have enough time for your arts, crafts, and hobbies? Or do you just need a kick in the pants? Hi, I'm Mark Lipinski, the host of Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski right here on Toginet Radio. Come on and join me every Wednesday afternoon for some creative inspiration and two of the fastest fun-filled hours of your week. Hey, need ideas? How about a little motivation and a lot of inspiration? Join the fun on Creative Mojo with me, Mark Lipinski. I'm here live every Wednesday afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern, 1 Pacific, right here on toginet.com. Now what are you waiting for? Homeschooling? Half questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 Central on Toginet.com. After a handsome blue-eyed Texan fell in love with Vivian at the Victoria Station in London, she found herself at DFW Airport with a tiny suitcase and a snazzy little duffel bag. Well, 25 years later, she is now happily married to that blue-eyed cowboy. They have four grown children, ages 24 to 18, who became willing guinea pigs when she unwittingly stumbled upon the world of homeschooling. Wildflower Academy flourished for 15 years. They survived and thrived, and you can too. Vivian will be covering a wide range of issues that face homeschoolers. What do you do with kids in the summer? How to set up your one-room schoolhouse? How obedience is paramount? And what to do with those snakes? Plus, you'll be sharing ideas and insights that she gleaned from other homeschoolers. So join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler. Vivian McNinney, Friday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. 
Welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here, and I'm thrilled to have a great dear friend of mine, John Fay, who is the president of First Pacific Energy Corp with us today. So, how, um, John, how are you doing over there? You doing okay? Doing very good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. So, we had a great background on how you got into your business. So, John, can you think of any business challenges as a business owner that you might have come up against that um, you were able to kind of overcome that you can share with my listeners? Uh, yeah, one thing comes to mind uh, when we were uh, looking to grow our business, uh, advertising uh, was was a difficult uh, thing. It was very expensive, and and it seemed we got very little uh, return for uh, for investment. And uh, so we were looking, um, you know, at acquisition, uh, and we we actually um, got very lucky, uh, just putting out feelers uh, as you know who was. Uh, looking to sell their retail fuel oil businesses. And um, we fell upon uh, a company that was a, was a good-sized company, and we never, we never thought that we could ever possibly, you know, get, you know, afford this company. And um, mm-hmm. we, we started looking into it. We found out that they uh, were in debt to a, to a large bank uh, for a lot of money, and um, we actually we made an offer that we thought was ridiculous. It was actually a they were in debt for like two million dollars, and we offered wow. five hundred thousand dollars, and we we couldn't believe it. I mean, we were there in our uh, our work boots and dirty jeans, and <laughs> blue shirts, and and uh, we just just went through the process. We were a little embarrassed, thinking that you know we have no right being here and there, but we we did do it, and we got a phone call, and they accepted our offer. And it wow. completely changed, you know, from us being just a, you know, a two, three truck operation to uh, to having fifteen trucks eventually, and uh, and it was I think it was because we just we lacked um, uh, the fear to, to to just go ahead and, and ask, and I think sometimes we we we. Uh, we're afraid to pursue something because we think it's unattainable when, uh, you, you know, sometimes it just takes just going in there and risk being embarrassed and, uh, and go through with it. And you never you know, know, what, John, you know, you never know what you're going to get unless you ask yeah. for it. <laughs> no, you're so right. And, you know, you did what a lot of entrepreneurs do, especially as a startup, is that you had the guts and you took the risk. And sometimes, you know what, you fail, you try to pick yourself back up, and you go back at, at it. But I'm so thrilled that I can imagine how your business literally changed overnight because right. you did ask. It was so, very interesting how that all unfolded. Yeah, so that sounds great. So, all right, so that's your first challenge. Can you think of another challenge, John? Well, we've always had challenges in uh, in hiring uh, the right you know, people uh, getting uh, decent service technicians is, is a very hard thing. Um, oil burner service techs—it's an individual. Uh, it's a very—it's a unique um, uh, trade, and not many people really get into it. So it's very hard to get somebody that's really uh, has any talent. So that's been a challenge. All and it's still—it's still a challenge today. Uh, the seasonality of our business is very challenging, so uh, we've um, we've tried to uh, condense uh, air conditioning with heating and the fuel oil. So uh, so now the hiring a technician that knows both uh, oil uh, heat service and mm-hmm. um, and air conditioning is uh, that's it, uh, it's, it's a pretty tough uh, job. But uh, when you do find them, uh, you, you know they get paid very well. 
and uh, but it's uh, but it's something that uh, carries you over in the seasonality of the business. So it's uh, it's pretty important that uh, you fill in those those times of the year and that's that's always been a challenge so how do you go out and hire people john like it does sound like such a specialized skill right i Um, think the best you know putting ads in the paper it seems like the same old recycled guys show up that you know laid off from this company they work for a few months and then they're out again uh we've had success in uh posting uh help wanted signs in the um warehouses and supply houses that we we buy our materials from and okay. uh th- you know that seemed to be you know cuz the guy you know the guy's employed he's he's, he's maybe not happy where he is maybe he's looking to mm-hmm. earn a little more and and that's where you can maybe get a guy that uh you know is already working it's not that he was even looking for the job but he you know fell upon your uh, help wanted sign Okay, great. So that, that seems sounds, to uh, work. That, yeah, that sounds great. So, John, you you mentioned seasonality, the fact that your business could be seasonal. I like the idea that you pulled in air conditioning because now you've got your winter months with your fuel. Of course, you have people like me that we need the fuel for the pool. Uh, right. To no, heat up that's the true. Pool. That, that's true, good. and uh, and we were, and then we also expanded. Uh, I was strictly home heating oil, uh, but we did expand now into the uh, generators. We're doing generators and diesel uh, diesel work for uh, you know for some uh, from automotive and off road uh, equipment, like uh, just like this past uh, Hurricane Sandy that we had uh, that really required an awful lot of uh, the off road diesel. And uh, we were uh, lucky enough to have the supply, and we were able to keep uh, quite a few generators going, you know, in the, in the borough of Manhattan and Coney Island and those areas that were hit hard by the uh, floodwater. Wow. So, so, John, how did that affect your business? Oh, it was wonderful for business. I mean, we had uh, usually July, uh, uh, November uh, is, a, is a tough month for uh, for the heating oil guys. Uh, you have to tool up for the for the upcoming uh, cold weather, and uh, uh-huh. so, you, so you're laying out a lot of you know money, product, and credit, and uh, and and very little sales in in November. But but this was uh, this we were just hit you know you know from from nowhere with all this demand. I mean we the phones were ringing off the uh, hook for. Uh, for the diesel, and we each happened to be ready. We had the product, we had supply, uh, which was also uh, very difficult uh, getting uh, getting supply. A lot of the terminals and uh, ports, uh, depots were uh, shut down due to the storm. Okay, so all right, so we survived the storm, and now what? What other kind of challenges, John? We got a lot of challenges here already, which is great. But can you think of another one? So we talked about your employees. We talked about hiring the right people. We talked about the seasonality of your business. Right. Any other challenges? Uh, very, have? very important. I, I, when I started uh, in the fuel oil business, I think my uh, we were selling home heating oil for sixty nine cents a gallon. Wow. Which was incredible. And uh, so we would pretty much, maybe we would almost double the, mar- you know, our, our uh, the margin. We would take that 69 
and uh, maybe charge 50 cents uh, on top of that. So the ratio, you know, the margin was was, was almost, uh, you know, 90 percent. Now uh, it's a different world. I mean, the, the fuel oil is so expensive. The diesel and, and everything is so much money that credit has become a, a huge issue. I used to give it away. I mean, you know, if you wanted, you wanted 30 days to pay, that's fine. 60 days, 90 days, we were able to survive those times. Now right. it's been... It's been so difficult, and, and it actually, I think, forced a lot of uh, companies out of business if you don't watch that receivable. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's a, it's That's a, big, a great big thing. We, we, it was very difficult for me to tell a customer that you're dealing with for, for, for years that, you know, you can no longer, you know, maintain the 60-day credit that you used to uh, be able to afford them. You know, it was just it was a sign of – it was a circumstances and a sign of the times that, you know – Things have changed. So at this point, um, that was very challenging. And I had to actually fire some customers, um, wow. which was very, very hard to do. I mean, um, it, when, if they couldn't pay in the, in the 90 days, if you, you, you know, you know as, as, as much oil as they burn and it seemed like you're making money, you're really not. If you're carrying it for 90 days, uh, it's it's become it puts a strain on the business. And uh, some of the best moves I've made was uh, the getting rid of uh, customers. Yeah, you know what, John? It's very interesting to me that you should bring this up because just this week I was reading online, and somebody was saying that you know what. At least every quarter, you should actually go through your client list and figure out which clients you really, really enjoy doing business and right. which clients are actually costing your business well, money. Well, that's exactly right. I actually uh, I, I categorize my customers. I've had three types of customers. I have the A customer who I think I can charge them pretty much whatever I want. They pay the bill right away, and they never call me for service. That's my A customer. Then you have your B customer, which is most people. They try to get a, you know, a decent price, a fair price. They'll call you for some service when they need it, and uh, they pay on time. Then I have my C customer who's they, – they, they don't pay on time. They want it for nothing, and they call you for every little thing and give you a hard time, and, and, and they're your worst customer. And, yeah. uh, you know, I, I'm trying to – I actually had D's and F customers, <laughs> so yeah. I uh, I got rid of them. So you know, you, and and you know, when a customer starts really, you know, can drag you down. You got to know when to get rid of them. And I found that also, you could take a customer who's used to, you know, I had customers that were paying very late, and um, I just laid it out to them. Listen, it's no nothing personal, but uh, if we can't keep the account current. I can't uh, do business with you anymore, and uh, it was a hard thing for me to do, especially the ones that I had from years ago. And, and, and many of them just complied. They found the money, yeah. made their business work. Oh, Maybe I gave them a little discount in order to you know, move it along, and uh-huh. we were able to keep the customer. That's so and, interesting. You know, but, John, I yeah. have a question as far as cash flow goes. I, it just kind of dawned on me. I wonder if... A lot of businesses out there are given discounts before there's a cash flow problem. Like, I wonder, like, during the summer months, if a discount is given. But I guess in the fuel business, you probably can't do that because well, the price it, it, it fluctuates a lot. The price, and you can still what we what we do do is we we offer um, we'll, we'll do some prepaid. You can prepay for your oil at 
at a, at a given price and we lock right. it in for that price. We'll buy uh, futures contracts to offset that. So that's an incentive, too. Now, that could go either way, though. The price can go down or, sure. or go up. And so that's a little bit of a gamble. But that's something you can offer. Which oh, is wow. Not, uh, so that's you know, great. It can be, uh, can be also an incentive. But what I really like to do is, is to let them know that I'm charging them, uh, uh, you know, uh, the uh, – a very price. tight margin, but, right. you know, it's just that I need to be paid right away, and then right. I'm able to... Yeah. Oh, here we go. <laughs> no, that's okay. We're halfway through our show, but we'll, okay. we're going to come back. We're going to talk about accomplishments with John Fay. So, everyone, hang in there. we got lots more information for you on paying it forward. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on toginet.com. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Pinrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on toginet.com. Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult. It can be joyful, happy, and filled with hope. Join Shannon Pinrod, author, speaker, coach, and mom of a six-year-old recovering from autism for this inspirational hour of hope. She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to her website, shannonpinrod.com. From there, you can also get to her other websites, blogs, and connections. On Everyday Autism Miracles, you'll hear stories from parents whose children have made miraculous strides. You'll also get the inside dish on therapies, treatments, supplements, and how to get funding to help you afford them. Miracles abound in the autism community. So tune in for Everyday Autism Miracles to listen, share, laugh, and surround yourself with hope. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Get ready for Wise Up Radio, leveraging your learning, leadership, and legacy with Donna Kimbrand, the edgy evolutionary, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. If you're an entrepreneurial leader or visionary, stay ahead of your game with insights, tools, and strategies that give you the thought leader's edge. Each week, join Donna and her guests as she'll ask the edgy questions, help you discover game-changing shortcuts to better thinking and learning, how to explore the ripple effects of leadership excellence and how to create your life as a living legacy where the legacy you leave is the life you live as thought leaders you need strategies to help you enjoy the confidence and thrill of riding the wave of rapid change for more on donna check out her website gamechangerthinking.com then join the conversation and sharpen up your wits on wise up radio with donna kimbrand tuesdays at 1 p.m eastern here on the rockstar radio network Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Everyone, it's Josephine here. We have John Fay, who's the president of First Pacific Energy Corp. And um, so, John, I'm enjoying this interview so much. We first talked about um, back- me too. Thanks. Oh, I'm glad. And then we talked about some challenges, and you had great suggestions on how you overcame those challenges. And now, let's talk about some accomplishments. I mean, just knowing you as a friend. 
I, I know that you are an incredible family guy who manages to balance running a great successful business and you manage to support your family in every way, including Friday night's basketball game, John. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Congratulations on that win. We lost, we lost by one basket, but Oh was- yeah. That was a heartbreaker. <laughs> <laughs> it was very, very exciting, and the kids were very excited. So I'm happy about that. But the fact that, you know, you do live you live out east, let's say. You work out in Queens, and you made sure that you were there at that game. And I just love the fact that every important event up at the school, I always see you there. So you make family a priority, which is wonderful. And as far as I'm concerned, that's got to be one of your biggest accomplishments. Oh, yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I do believe in, uh, you know, you heard me earlier speak about hard work i think that the um that the hard work uh is just so much uh you know your time off and the time with the family is so much more enjoyed when you know you did work hard and you put your day in at the office or your week or whatever you did and then you would then i believe that uh, for me i've earned um the recreation time and the time with my family i never anguish about vacation time Oh, spending money on that, that, you know, that the vacations are very expensive. And, uh, but I think that, uh, it works hand in hand. Uh, I, I found that, uh, even though, uh, you know, I, I enjoy, uh, boating with my family. I, I, as you know, Josephine, we have a couple of boats and I'm, I'm mm-hmm. out there every weekend. It's a, it's a family, uh, affair. That's something mm-hmm. that everybody enjoys doing. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's costly, but, uh, but I, I feel it's it's worth it because it gives us a lot of joy, and uh, and then come uh, Monday morning after a, a weekend of, uh, of, of of boating all weekend, having a great time, uh, you're ready for work, and it just it's the the whole uh, yin and yang philosophy of life that you know you, you get to enjoy it so much more after putting in uh, you know uh, hard work, and uh, and I and I think that. Uh, my father, for instance, he didn't have time, uh, you know, to spend with with me and my my sisters as much as I do with my kids, and um, and that's something that I'm I'm very uh, proud of being able to do, and that's uh, an accomplishment I feel is, uh, you know, very important. I think you're so right, John. I mean, I admire you so much because you work hard and you play hard. Yeah, and- yeah, you know, and I think that. Uh, and and that's a key thing. I think it's key for uh, when when things are uh, are going uh, are going you know a uh, little tough at work. Uh, you, you get home and try to try to put that behind you. Also, I try not to share the anguish of work with my family, or we'll let them let them see that maybe I'm you know in the struggles of work. I try to you know keep that in a compartment, and I'll deal with that on Monday. But. But right now, it's it's the family time, and we we have a plan, and we're going to do it, and we enjoy that, and and then you can back to the grindstone uh, later, you know, and you can, uh, and I think that's important to balance uh, your life that way. Yeah, I it, it, I it, think it, it's so funny that you should say that. Number one, I want to say that I think it's a skill. 
to be able to really turn off work, leave, as I say, your suitcase at the front door and walk in to enjoy your family. I, I think not right. everybody can do that. And I hate to say it, John, I think I'm guilty. It's so <laughs> hard for me to turn my brain off. Right, because right. I tend to be a little too creative, I think, because I'll be like, I was laying in bed from two o'clock in the morning to five o'clock in the morning with like three new products that I came wow. up with. And I'm like trying to tell my my mind, just go to sleep, just go to sleep. And sometimes, Well, that's you know, your creative side coming out. And, uh, and that's, I do, I also think that some of your, some of, my best ideas also come from the recreation time. I think it's, yeah. it clears your mind to uh, to think of the problems at work in a, in a way that you know you're not trying to fix it at that moment. But you know, you're. you're I think some of the best ideas are uh, that a lot of people have had uh, is when they're not in the midst of work, but rather relaxed and with clear mind, uh, be able to think about you know what's wrong with my business and what could I do to make it right? Yeah, you're so right, John. And you know what? Sometimes it's those days when you're relaxing on the beach and I can tell you that's when I got the guts to do Glovies is when I was away from everything and I'm sitting there and I'm saying, saying to myself, why can't I do it? You know, there's nothing that that right. is stopping me. Let's just let me just put my foot forward and right. I give think it a that shot. When you, then when you get back to work, there's, there's personalities involved, and there's other people, and there's so many reasons why you you can't change things. Uh, one of the one of the expressions that really you know really kill me is uh, you know when I suggest a change or we're going to do something a little different. That everybody's like, well, it's never been done that way before. We don't. It's just not what we do. And I'm like, well, why? You know, uh, and nobody yeah. can really answer that question. It's not, you know, yeah. we we end up we fall and we wear ourselves a groove that we can't get out of sometimes. When uh, when meanwhile it could be as simple as just uh, a little change and 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 not be so um, resilient to uh, change. You know, uh, you, you have to be able to, to move with the times. Uh, and specifically in my business, um, you know. People used to buy fuel oil in a, you know, when it was a lot less expensive, with uh, with contracts, and uh, you'd sign a contract, you'd pay a little more per gallon, and well, the cha- times have changed. You know, the, the the fuel is so expensive that now people uh, will will shop for service differently from oil. They'll spot, you know, buy and uh, futures contracts, and and we change. A lot of our competitors will not change their way of doing business. We have. And uh, my uh, my cash uh, on delivery business or my spot market business has grown, uh, whereas okay. uh, the contract business has actually shrunk a little bit. So yeah, in order to grow, I think you got to be able to uh, move with the times. Times change. People's buying habits are different today than they were years ago. Yeah, I think you're so right. And it brings me back to, you know, my business tip of the week when um, it's exactly what this guy was saying, um, Sir Leahy. He was just saying that sometimes, for whatever reason, we tend to overcomplicate how we do certain things. And like you said, just to step back and say, you know, what, we're going to change this. Right. You might You might get that friction at first, but... You know what? Sometimes people just have to give it a shot, and then all of a sudden right. they turn they turn to you and say, "John, 
What were we thinking? Why were we doing that? And you'll be so surprised at how, uh, you know, sometimes you worry about something that you think is never going to go over, and then you find out how it goes over like nobody's without a whimper, you know, nothing. I mean, we had a situation where we we would always provide radios for all of our drivers and and service technicians, and uh, they were very expensive. They were they were mm-hmm. radios plus phones, and they were, you know, they they were they were very expensive. I was I was paying somewhere like twenty five hundred dollars a month for these for these uh, wow. devices. Uh-huh. And uh, one day it just dawned on me. I said, Well, what if nobody had a phone? You know, and if we, if we didn't provide it, I said, Every even ten year olds now have t- their own phones. Right. So it was one month that, and, and I anguished over this for the longest time. And then one morning I just came in and we canceled all the phones and. Nobody even complained. Oh, yeah, just call me on this number. (laughs) And all that, the money and the anguish and all that was for nothing. Everybody was willing to comply. They they didn't even like carrying around the two phones anyway. You know, and if they were using the phone for some business, we'd reimburse them. So it 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 was a it was a home run. Yeah. So making that step of doing something a little different. Yeah, and I think it's so important. And one other thing to bring up in this article, it was really quite interesting that they made a big issue out of employees who would come up with better ways of running the business. And I thought that was brilliant. So you as a business owner, we all as business owners, we have a vested interest in making sure that all of our expenses are the absolute minimum that we could possibly get them. But how about those employees there? I mean, one of the examples he had was a package and they had um, they had a UPC code on the package and it was actually you know, a food, a sandwich. And if the sandwich was getting to be, I guess, a day at the end of the day, they would mark down the sandwiches. So they'd put a sticker on the front of it to reduce the cost of it. But they realized that every time they went to ring up the sticker, the price of the thing, whoever was ringing it up had to scan the front of the package and then had to scan the back of the package. And when they had this meeting, You know, the owner of the company had said, listen, if you guys are employees, I'm willing to give, you know, a bonus to the person with the best idea on how we can save money in our business. And, John, they ended up saving thousands, like hundreds of thousands of dollars just because of that one thing. In the article, it said, like, they saved 21,000 hours per week just by a simple tweak in the process. Wow. And, um... I just think that it's great if we can kind of convey and have the employees feel more part of the the company, like a family, like, come on, guys, <laughs> what else right. can we do to improve exactly. the process? So I think that's really, really important. But we're going to come up on our next break in just a little over a minute here. Yep, it's just about a minute. But when we come back, I'm... Excited to hear your five business tips, John. And, um, you know, since we have just a minute now, John, can you tell my listeners how they can get in touch with you in case they maybe they want to buy fuel oil and they live okay. in the metropolitan area? Sure. Um, we, we're, uh, we're kind of uh, – we're going to do a little uh, advertising campaign of, uh, you know, the got milk thing. We're going to do oh, yeah. got oil. Great. So we can be reached at uh, gotoilnyc.com. That's uh, going to be our uh, – we just started that uh, website, 
and uh, we are going to uh, also, uh, you know, have the little dinosaur on there and a little, uh, we're trying to, uh, you know, get that um, really advertised in the spot market for the new, new, uh, new customers. So oh, we have a couple of different programs going on. Perfect. And my phone number, I can give my phone number, Joseph? Well, you know what? We're going to take a break now, but when we come back, absolutely, oh. you'll give your phone number. There we go. <laughs> so, all right, guys, we'll be back shortly. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> Right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi right after these on Toginet.com. We often ask, is that all there is? Why is this happening to me? Why am I always broke? How am I going to survive this mess? Then join Dr. Geraldine Tegeloff for Nature Spirits Speak, 7 p.m. Tuesday evenings on Toginet.com. Geraldine is a metaphysician, nature intuitive, and prosperity coach who shares with you how she went from totally broke to living what she would call her perfectly prosperous life. Through the combination of a wealth of metaphysical knowledge and her amazing ability as an intuitive, Geraldine brings to you the secrets of her magical journey of healing emotionally, spiritually, and financially. As with the ancient seers and master teachers, Geraldine has a unique gift of being able to connect to the simple yet profound messages brought to us by Mother Nature and happily shares these through today's note to self on her webpage, naturespiritspeak.com. If you need help with your journey, why not connect with Geraldine during her show, Nature Spirit Speak, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Get ready to learn and play with Mrs. A, your host, Barbara Allison, Mondays at 11 a.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Did you know that kids are only 20% of the population, but they are 100% of the future? How are you preparing your child for that future? The years between the ages of 0 and 6 are crucial for learning and development. Barbara Allison is a teacher, parent, and author on supporting children's early learning. Learning starts even before a child is born, and parents are children's first teacher. Join Mrs. A for ideas, tips, and suggestions for fun learning and play activities as she helps you support your child. Starting early is starting smart. For more on Mrs. A, her books, the show, and her blog, check out her website, 123kindergarten.com. Then, come learn and play with Mrs. A with your host, Barbara Allison, Mondays at 11 a.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. We're on our last segment of Paying It Forward, and um, I have John Fay with us. John's the president of First Pacific Energy Corp. So, John, right before break, um, first, tell my listeners how they can get in touch with you. And, yes, of course, you can give your telephone number. That would be wonderful. And then I would love to hear a little more about your Got Oil campaign. It sounds like so much fun. And then we'll get into our five business steps. Oh, righty. Yeah. You know, we, we've had, um, if 
our website uh, always would uh, – it looked like we were this giant company and uh, very impersonal. And, uh, yeah, you know, it said we did a lot, and it, was, it looked uh, – but it just looked too too big and too much to read. And it was it was very complicated, uh, 20 pages. And uh, we so we, we thought about the, the growth side of our business, which was pretty much the COD or the, the spot market people uh, because we we had an attractive price we were we were signing uh, more of those customers than the than the full price uh contract customers so we got into uh, thinking about what kind of advertising campaign and uh, got oil uh we stole that from the got milk type thing and, <laughs> you know and that uh as much as it doesn't you know it's the grammar is all off it's it's all, it's an awkward saying but it um it it, it, it's it's you remember it it's you know it's it's, 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 it's unforgettable touching. so so we have godoilnyc.com that's pretty easy to remember if 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 a truck was going by with that website on it and you saw our logo you know you would i think that your mind remembers it you know that it's just that god oil it's the guy you may you may roll your eyes up but it's the got milk thing you know whatever but the key thing here is that when you need oil you knew you know you got on the computer and you knew where to go and you got us, and that's the most important thing I think. In in the uh, that uh, seems to be, we're going to see how it works. It's pretty new. Uh, we just started mm-hmm. it this season, so we're going to see how that takes off. Hopefully, that'll work well. And it's easy that's to also do on the uh, the internet marketing. You know, you know, uh, marketing. Sure. Now, John, where are you going to do your advertising? You mentioned that you're going to have some advertising. Well, I'm going to post some uh, signs around town and see how that works. And uh, also uh, website, you know, uh, with, with, you know, with uh, Google enhancement and try to, uh, you know, be, be in a good position on the Internet. Yeah. Um, we still, I, uh, in our business, uh, people do, uh, you know, in the in the area we're trying to grow in that COD area, they still go to, uh, you know, local publications like uh, Penny Saver or, you know, Town Trader and, uh, you know, small uh, advertising uh, venues like that. We're going to yeah. be uh, out there, too. And I think some of your best advertising is going to come on your trucks your, themselves. Yes, yes. It's uh, very important uh, that uh, we just recently painted a couple of the, uh, the trucks that were getting a little older. I'm going to be putting the new logo on that, and, uh, and I think that's going to be something that people will remember. Oh, good. I'm looking forward to see it. So, yeah. um, so John, how about your telephone number? Uh, phone number, we have a 631-659-3600 and a 718-647-1400. Okay, perfect. And then um, they can mention that they heard you on paying it forward, and who, yeah. just ask for somebody right there at the um, whoever that answers, sounds, I guess, right, John? Oh, that'd be great. Sure. Our listeners will tell them they heard this incredible guy on paying it forward. <laughs> <laughs> I believe his name was John. He said he has good oil, so there sign you go. me up. <laughs> all right, it sounds good. So, all right, John. So, let's talk about your five business tips. What's your number one business tip you'd like to pay forward? Well, uh, for you know, I can speak for myself, and what what's worked for me is the hard work. I mean, uh, I was never uh, if I start something, I, I work hard at it, and uh, whether it whether it comes out good or bad at the end of whatever I'm trying to do, if I worked hard at it, I feel accomplished, and, I, and it's always served me well. So I think that the hard work is, is definitely uh, something that um, has to be in the mix. Now, you know, um, 
Uh, another thing I think is that uh, the the time off that we mentioned earlier, uh, yeah. also being an, able to cop, you know, put things in a in a compartment uh, at work and leave them there, and not necessarily bring uh, the, the you know some of the trying times at work back home, uh, and enjoy your time off. I think is 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 a key thing. I think people forget that you know time off is is, is as valuable as time on. And uh, to a successful uh, business, I think you need that. Uh, and that's what's worked for me. Um, and also uh, another tip, I think, is uh, when hiring uh, employees uh, is to hire the, the person, not the experience uh, so much. Uh, look for the talent within them. Uh, if they have a work ethic and they're smart, you can pretty much uh, teach them the rest, uh, I think, uh, for the most part. I mean, in my business, you know, uh, the tradesmen, you know, they have to have some experience. So filtering out uh, the, the, the people you feel have a high energy and, and a work ethic, I think, is going to really, uh, it's a key thing. It's, it's a key thing because, uh, yeah. you know, sometimes when you have, uh, you know, an employee that really doesn't care and, you know, they, they just, uh, they try to get away with, uh, you know, not doing anything extra, uh, you, you know, it'll, you don't find out until it's, it's late in the game and, and you've already lost a lot by that time. So uh, hiring is a, is a key thing, getting the right, uh, you know, person in there, in your organization. Great. So um, we ticked off three business tips already, oh, we got John. three so far? Okay. We got three. Um, we got two I more to go, and then I'm going to yeah. have a quick question for you. All righty. So. Um, I think that one of the things also that uh, is very important is that if you have an idea and you have something that you feel, you know, will, will help your business or you have new ideas, is to never give up, you know, uh, no matter how many times – you know, you're disappointed in the outcome. Uh, you know, something's got to happen. It's just the law of averages. You keep trying. You keep, you know, you. No matter how bad a shot you are, the more you know, you're going to hit it that target if you keep trying. And uh, and, and that's that's an important thing, is is not to dwell on the failures. But uh, you know, uh, I think so many successful people uh, have failed in so many things, and you only need mm -hmm. to succeed in one of those things. So that that's a key thing. Uh, I think that's so important, John, and we trickle that down, and we can share that with our kids, too. You know how many times I say to my kids, "There, you can do anything you put your mind to it as long as you don't give up. So I love right. that. I think right. you're so right. Exactly. you got to be tenacious in your endeavors, and I think it'll it'll always pay off in the end. Okay. So what do we got? So we got four? Number five. <laughs> uh, five. Let's see. I didn't think of five. <laughs> All right, John. So let's see. I know. I, my, let's make number five um, my final question to you. Okay. I'm just curious. Um, well, yeah. All right. Our producer has an idea for tip number five, the value of the paper route. Ah, yes. How how great was that? And I think It was great. I think that I felt um, – I felt – uh, at the time, I think it gave me, uh, you know, a, a feeling of independence early on in life that that uh, I think was, 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 you know, paid me back in, you know, draw, you know, spades because I felt accomplished at, when I was 12. I had my own spending money, uh, whereas a lot of my friends did not. And um, I remember buying uh, buying my own bicycle when I was uh, 13 years old. I bought a, a, a bicycle. It was very expensive and Boy, I was I was proud of that. 
and um and that was a key thing i think uh and i think it but for the rest of my life i kind of um kind of followed that same route <laughs> yeah no i think that's so wonderful i i have to tell you john coming i guess our backgrounds are so similar the fact that we were able to contribute and take care of ourselves not only made us proud but i know my parents used to beam and they were so proud and how we paid our way through most mostly everything and i think that's what makes us strong entrepreneurs today which is really really important the, and the other thing is the the sense of um being you know self-made in the sense that you know you, you you know i don't i feel bad when i hear i have uh some friends of mine and you, you hear if they lose a job and you know they had they had a high paying job and then they lose it and they're in their 50s and they had to get back into the workplace the struggles of that is very difficult and i i feel very fortunate that um you know i'm we we you know, created a, a, an atmosphere that I, you know, whether maybe maybe I won't make a lot of money, maybe uh, things would change, but you know, I can go right back into the oil truck or uh, be a service technician and within my business, and I and I know I can, I'll always have, uh, you know, something. You know, I'm not. Uh, you'll always have a job, and you, you know, and then the making money part of it is, you know, that that'll come and go. But but I have a place to go, and I know I'll I'll, I'll always be employed. Yeah, I think that's great. So, yeah. John, I'm going to put you on the spot here for a bonus tip here for our listeners. Mm. So, you had mentioned that you have a partner, correct? It's one yeah. partner? Okay, great. So, my question to you is, what is the best tip you have for the, our listeners who would consider bringing in a partner? Uh, best tip for bringing in a partner? Well, mm. how do you well, make I your think, partnership I think you genuinely. So I think that uh, I think you, you, I think you do have to genuinely like your 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 partner. You know, you, you know that's. I think that's important. That um, that when you you know you're out together or you 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 know you're sharing time outside of work that you enjoy each other's company. Uh, not that you have to, but I think it's mm-hmm. important that you like the other person. Uh, that's important. Um, and and again, uh, I would pick a partner that would have a similar work ethic. Oh yeah, you know, that, I think that's important because I think that can become you know who's doing more or this one that's me. I'm carrying that one. You know, you, these things come up and uh, and it's important that. Um, and I had partners that uh, the original partners I had, we bought them out. We oh wow! Another partner. So uh, because you know it was a, it was a type of thing. I think that when you if you're going to be a partner, you got to bring something to the table. Either it's it's uh, it's hard work like me, or you have to have a talent, you know, and right. uh, something that offsets that. If you have neither, you know, you don't want them as a partner. Yeah, I think that you was know? great. So bring a right, work we... ethic or some talent. Perfect. And a, you know, and a, and a lot of cash would be good, too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that sounds wonderful. So, John, I can't believe I did tell you what I asked you to be a guest, that the hour goes by very quickly. And here we are uh, at the end of our show. But, John Fay, thank you so much. You know, thank, thank you, Josephine. It, oh, it made so me reflect welcome. on my business a little bit thinking about it. I had, you know, and I, and I didn't do any studying on this. And I, <laughs> when you I listened to it, I'm sure I wish I had. <laughs> you did. Great. So, everybody, thanks thanks so much. Have a wonderful, productive week, and I'll see you again next week on Paying It Forward. Thanks, everyone.
thank you for being a part of Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on Toginet.com. This show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. Each week we'll be discussing accomplishments, 